Hello, Mr. Sparks. Hi, Mr. Kingsnorth. Welcome to the 10 Minute Design Chat. Thank you very much. Today, let's talk about tokens. Sorry, Rob, I was a bit distracted there. I've just been uh, punching this punch board for the past hour. I've got a mountain of punched out punch board all around me, and I'm thinking of building a punch board fort. A punch board fort? Around me are just piles and piles of tokens. And I think today we're going to talk a bit about what tokens are and what you can do with them. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're going to need a bit of help there to get some of this off your plate. So I think we should dive in. Let's just talk about tokens whilst you uh, enjoy the one of the cardinal pleasures of board game like buying board games which is literally punching tokens Definitely. for everything so, <laughs> so chris whilst you're busy popping out those uh those those little token boys um i want to set the scene so so the year is 1888 obviously that's right yeah we've gone back in time it's a simpler time that's for sure um and it's quite an interesting year actually you know this is the year that uh the famous writer t.s Eliot. Uh, he was born uh, this year. Very exciting news. Uh, also, so Jack the Ripper, he's on the loose. That's um, that's nice to know. And um, and and I'm sure you're really interested to find out that the the the, the Lawn Tennis Association um has just been founded this year. So all around good year. But forget all that. Thank you. Forget all that for one second. That useless drivel. Because actually. In 1888 is the year that Tiddlywinks was invented. Oh wow! Now that I actually did not know this fact, you just dropped a, <laughs> dropped a fact bomb on me there. That was a fact bomb. Uh, also, the year that Snakes and Ladders was brought from uh, India to the UK. Oh wow! Interesting. Good year for board games, Good you year. ask me. But I'm 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 new to this. I've seen this crazy game with all these weird, uh, like innovative, rotund pucks that are just they're just eluding me. So I, I I'm opening up my my 1888 Oxford Dictionary, which is obviously, I think, around then this year. And I'm flicking through. I'm turning to T for tokens. And I'd like you to explain to me what I'm reading in my 1888 Oxford Dictionary. Excellent. Uh, it's a good job that a 19th century uh, parlance is my forte, obviously. That's why we brought you on here, definitely. That's it. So let's let's have a go. Okay, so... Token. Noun. Small shards wrought of layered pulp, representing a multitude of commodities, be they objects or deeds, which, when cast in error from the table, oft fall betwixt the floorboards, resulting in gripes of vexation. How's that? Uh, fantastic. Gripes of Vexation is uh, is a really good um, board game name, actually, as well. I'm going to say, I never <laughs> thought I would say those words on a board game podcast. Gripes of Vexation. But I think we should start a new band. And that could be our first album. <laughs> Punching Cardboard would be the album the album cover name. Yeah. I mean, brilliant. I love that. Um, and, and it sounds to me that we are talking about tokens. Um, and, and ultimately, what you've described, the pulpiness... You know, it's not just cardboard tokens. So I will say that's probably mainly what everyone's used to, mainly what we're going to be talking about today. But there are other, you know, I want to disclaimer uh, that there are other types of uh, tokens. Isn't that right, Chris? You can kind of use anything for them. Yeah, you can. And actually, you could argue that anything can be a token. You know, anything, it's how you use it rather than what it is that makes it a token. But most people would think about 
often like circular or square punch board thickness like the size of a coin maybe kind of tokens but we know that the more deluxe kickstarters that evolve over time the more <laughs> um exciting tokens you get so laser engraved acrylic and you've got polished ebony and you know all mm. these exciting <laughs> things that you can get um, and people people beautifying their copies of games i know you mentioned about patchwork and uh, swapping out those button tokens rob oh absolutely and i think this has been quite a common thing i've seen on on instagram a lot where uh you know you get your copy of patchwork which has these cardboard buttons and i'm just thinking well why don't i just go and get some real buttons and yeah it does make it so much better but as you're right every kickstarter strays further and further away from the from the sacred cardboard punchboard token yeah absolutely but you mentioned coins there um and i would probably say starting off with tokens i don't know about you chris but i would when i think of punchboard tokens the first thing i think of is coins yeah um yeah. It's probably the most common uh, sort of currency-based resource that um, most games seem to have a currency basis in there. And, and obviously, they're cheap to create lots of them. Um, there, there's an element of visibility about having a, uh, a big stack of money about it. Yeah. And also, I would say there's something very nice about having lots of something. And tokens fill that void very well. So lots of big coins, little coins, different sizes for different sort of amounts. Um, really interesting, uh, like starting use for them. Yeah, definitely. One other comment as well is that um, they're obviously very good to hold, yeah. and you can keep them really hidden. So um, there's a game called Spartacus, which is like a uh, it's like a gladiator based um, sort of like miniature game, but but it's also got this fantastic uh, like hidden auction mechanism where uh, ultimately it's like a sealed auction where everybody's bidding for something by putting a certain amount in the middle and revealing them um, to sort of see who has the most tokens revealed in their hands. And so therefore you can kind of get people to bet more than that. But there are other uses for tokens. Yeah, there are. And I think that talking about like hidden tokens brings to mind for me Arkham Horror, the card game. So mm -hmm. that's a game where as you advance, you um, need to figure out what the outcomes of certain events and certain things you've done are, you know, success, failure type of things. And mm -hmm. some games, many games might use a, a dice to do that so you know your d6 or even higher d more than that you know d20s or whatever but actually mm -hmm. in arkham horror what you have is these um, chipboard numbered tokens that go inside a, an opaque bag of some variety or cup and you draw them out so it's kind of a chit draw a chit being mm. i think a more um another term for token um so you take the tokens out of the bag and it has a number on it and that's how you determine whether something was successful or not so it's kind of a reminder you don't have to always use dice and actually you could use tokens because tokens can have any number of sides right basically mm -hmm. so, and you can load you can load a bag of tokens like that makes me think of uh quacks of quedlinburg yeah. which i i could talk about for an hour if i wanted to and i no doubt that game's going to come up a few times on this podcast but um but ultimately it's a similar premise where you have a bunch of chits that you're putting into a an opaque bag um but ultimately the bag uh the, the chits are kind of sucky um at the beginning and you can buy better ones as the game goes on and then you can load your bag or load your dice if you will so that you're more favorably going to get particular outcomes yeah um but yeah same premise and, and using sort of chits for actions um you can spend them for actions or you can be pulling them out of a bag to uh to be doing uh, yeah, a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. So. And that's what I suppose people would call these days a bag builder, right? So you start, it's kind of like a deck builder. You start with a mm -hmm. weak bag of tokens and you add better ones. And so the more you add, the better the chance of getting something good coming out is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yep. So the, I was going to say the other thing that uh, probably is actually may even be more common than using them for resources is just using them to track stuff. Um, and in the case, like the most standard way is probably tracking scores of players. Yep. Um, if you sort of look at uh, many games, uh, but I specifically, Quaxel-Quedlingberg does this, but they might have a little track around the outside where you can keep track of player scores. Or you might use something like in Caverna, Caverna Cave versus Cave, where they, um, rather than having, uh, you were still using them for resources, but rather than having 10 wood tokens, you'd have a track that goes up to 10, and you would just slide one wood token up there to say, I have 10 wood in this area. Yeah. And they might even be double-sided so that then, once you get to 10, and you want to have more than 10, you can flip it over, and it has a plus 10 on it, and then you put it back down to 1, and now you've got 11. Yeah. Um, so really innovative ways to sort of track stuff. Yeah, and I suppose the last kind of big thing that comes to mind for me is using it as a way to randomise a board. So you might have tokens where you know there's 10 of them, 4 of them are something good, 6 of them are something bad. Do you put them all face down, mix them up and put them on pre-allocated squares and when you come to that square or whatever you flip it over and it has an an you know an outcome on it for me mm-hmm. in hatchlings i did something similar and again we'll probably talk about more oh, yeah more in the future but in that game if you want to get onto a certain hex you flip the token if it's a trap it might remove your hatchlings but if it's a food token you might be able to use that favorably later on so it's worth something mm-hmm. thinking about and i think that you know this is kind of the the take-home messages of this, aren't they? They're a very flexible component, Rob. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, cheap to produce. They're lots of fun. They can be any shape, um, and and ultimately they are a lot. They're a lot of fun to punch out. It's they're true. a lot of fun to punch out. It's true. Um, but I'm I'm aware we are. Whew, we we could be talking about this for hours, but I'm going to have to cut it short now, Chris. I'm going to say goodbye, Chris, and I will see you at the 10 minute design challenge.co.uk that's no problem with me rob i've got a lot more punch board to be punching out so i'm gonna <laughs> say uh, i'll see you at boardgamebud.com thank you for listening and everybody as i am go and punch some tokens